And good morning again, Daniel Valdez again. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, the DCI, DCI Celebration Tour. It's a celebration. Enjoy yourself. Uh, the announcement came back, it came down last week. Uh, obviously, this is perfect timing, because I said this is probably going to happen, and then sure enough, it happened. Uh, some details on that. There's enough, there was enough confusion and enough questions for me to do something on this way too early in the, way too early before any of this stuff goes down. But just to kind of clear things up and kind of just go over some basic protocols and stuff like that, what summer's going to look like. It's no longer speculation. It's going to be like, no, this is, we're painting you a picture here, and hopefully you'll like it. Hopefully you'll come out to the shores and everything. So let's get started. Uh, thank you for joining me today, by the way. Early Tuesday morning. Uh, gloomy outside. Why is it always gloomy outside? It's, it's cloudy during the days, and then, like, the rest of the week it's going to be 1,000 degrees, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. I live in Texas, so whatever. Uh, my biggest question... My biggest question out of this whole thing, and I know you're all thinking it too, is when the DCI website went down, why didn't they just do a TikTok dance to announce all this stuff? TikTok's everything. That's your ace in the hole. When all else fails, just do a TikTok dance. That's all you got to do. Here's what happened. DCI announced this last week. They announced... Hey, we're going to we're going to kick off the tour and then they put up another web page and said this is the schedule and then they put up another web page and they go this is, these are the protocols and their website crashed immediately. So, unless you were able to read over everything and memorize, if you took your mega speed reading course, super mega speed reading course, the older folks will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mega speed reading was this speed reading course that you could take uh, by mail. And this guy would like send you, he would like send you the, there were tapes, there were like audio tapes that he would send you. There were cassette tapes, no CDs. There were cassette tapes that you would pop in and this guy would teach you how to speed read. And I remember the infomercial. I'm getting off track, but I don't care. I remember the infomercial. And it was hosted by this guy who, like, went to jail for, like, insider trading. And like, he was he knew he was peddling crap on television. But he had so much money that he was just able to buy airtime at 2 o'clock in the morning. And that's all I did as a child and as a young teenager and as a young adult is just watch infomercial. The infomercial was this guy who could just, he said he could pick up any book and he could read it in, like, 45 minutes allegedly. So, what they had in order to test this is they had a just a crate full of books. <laughs> and <laughs> it was so stupid. They had a crate full of books and the host would go, "Well, I'm just going to pick one random." And of course he picks one right off the top. And of course it's I forgot what the book it was and the guy was like, "Just read a couple of page, read the first 3 chapters." And of course, he reads through it in like a minute and a half. It looks it looks fake. It probably was. And then the guy would ask him questions on page twenty nine. What did the, the oh? It's this. And I think it was like a sports book, so you could just easily memorize stats. It was a total scam. <laughs> but they, I don't know. It just got uh, I don't know. It just got that stuck in my head for some reason. Anyways, 
unless you took your mega speed reading course and you were able to read everything quickly, you didn't have this information for like hours. It took them a while to get that stuff back, which sucks, which is why you got to do the TikTok dance. You have to do the TikTok dance. Okay. If it's, if you have the account, why are you not using it? Don't you want a sponsorship? I know DCI needs money. Don't you want to get that money? Don't you want to get that TikTok money? It's time to start shaking some asses or something. I don't know. Look, the information went down and then we got back up and then we're able to look over protocols and what events were going to happen and whatnot. So let's get to it. So it looks like DCI is actually going to sponsor events this year. I said they probably weren't. Now they are. Hey, when you're wrong, when you're right 49, wait, what does it say? When you're right 51% of the time, you're wrong 49% of the time. I know some of you Simpsons fans are pissed that I got that wrong, but whatever. It's early and I'm old. DCI is going to sponsor like two weeks of events. Yay, celebration events. Uh, so I know a couple of people were confused. Like, that's it? That's the DCI tour? This is garbage. I can't believe they're making them pay four grand to play to do a, a, a two-week tour, and there's nobody there, and there's limited cores, and why the hell are you having a show in Amarillo, Texas? Let's, confu- let's clear that up for a second. The tour that was announced last week was the DCI sponsor tour. These are events sanctioned and sponsored by Drum Corps International. I know that there are folks that have paid their dues and paid their tuition, or I, I, I hate the word tuition, they paid their fees in order to march with their respective drum corps organization. And they're like, what the heck is this? We have way more on our list, way more performances on our schedule. I'm like, well, what's on your schedule? And they go, well, we can't tell you because it's on the non-disclosure agreement. Okay. So <laughs> DCI-sponsored events, they're going to do uh, uh, sanctioned events the last, essentially last two weeks of the season, the end of July, the beginning of August. Okay. As far as I know, these are non-competitive events. So it's just kind of, that's why they call it the celebration tour. This is the bridge between stupid, awful pandemic year to 2022. Everybody's got their vaccine, or at least everybody's had it. And uh, we're able to get together and eat nachos and we can start scrutinizing judges again, because that's what this activity is all about, right? So celebration tour starting July 24th, it starts in Southern California. And this is very regional, by the way very regional. The West Coast, the West uh, Coast uh, organizations that have decided to compete are going to be out kind of West Coast and then in Texas. Um, the Midwest Corps are doing something really unique, which is, I mean, if you want to go see like a super awesome crazy show with like a lot of top 12 cores, the Midwest is probably the way to go. But Texas is going to have their own events as well. You know, July 24th, going through there, and then it's going to end with the big celebration get-together where we all cry on Thursday, August 12th through the Saturday, August 14th. That is in Indianapolis, Indiana. A lot of these events, and pretty much all these events, you can't buy tickets for yet just because they're still working on getting venue approval and stuff. It's still kind of a hard sell. Hey, we're going to be at your venue in August. Uh, You know, we promise we won't get anybody sick, that sort of stuff. And I'm sure the districts and the venues are probably charging a premium price because uh, they don't know who you are and it's still a pandemic. So there's all that stuff. So basically, like I said, the East Coast people are going to kind of stay on the East Coast. There's some events that are going to be at, you know, historic sites. You know, there's still going to be a show in Lawrence and Rockford and whatnot. 
And then you have your Texas shows. There's three Texas shows sponsored by DCI. I have to keep emphasizing that because I know a lot of organizations are doing events, not just performances, but events and performances that are not sanctioned by DCI. They're, they're getting together either by themselves or they're getting together with other organizations that are within the region and they're going to put on kind of their own little mini tour. Of course, we don't have all that information because nobody will tell me anything. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of coffee this morning. Um, so, that's, you got your DCI tour, sanctioned, sponsored, last two weeks of the season. Then, like, the first two weeks after spring training, which spring training is basically going to take up all of June. It's usually May, it's usually end of May through half of June, and then you start you start doing competitive shows. Not the case this year. We're basically taking all of June, making that your, um, making that your, uh, spring training, summer training, if you want to say, and then we go on tour and we do performances and whatnot. So you got your DCI stuff, end of the season. You got your non-DCI stuff put on by the local organization, by the local drum corps and whatnot. That's at the beginning of the season. Cool. Cool. So the three shows in Texas, there's only three. Now, granted, there may be more performances, which you're not going to know about until probably closer to the event, just because, like I said, you got to get venue approval and we got to make sure everything's all buttoned up, ready to go. Amarillo, Texas. Heard there's a nice stadium out there, so we'll throw three cores out there. Mandarins, Blue Stars, and Gold Drum Corps. Remember, uh, world class and open class, there's basically no... There's no class this year. <laughs> uh, we're not splitting up anything. There's nothing like that's really going to happen. Um, we're just going to kind of combine everybody into one big happy family. Um, like I said, non-competitive, so we don't have to worry about that aspect of it. We're just going to kind of get together. We're going to perform. We're going to cheer and laugh and cry and do all that stuff. And then, uh, hopefully everybody's safe at the end of the season. So you got Emerald, Texas. Those are your three cores there. Then August 4th, uh, in Round Rock, Texas, there's no venue, uh, slated for that just yet, but we had to guess, of course, Kelly Reed's Athletic Complex is just sitting there, so might as well try to use it. So hopefully it's at that event. Hopefully it's at that venue. Blue Knights, Mandarins, Crossman, Genesis, Gold, Guardians. Again, a lot of the Texas core, like half Texas cores and then half um, half uh, you know, West Coast cores. And then Mesquite, Friday, August 6th. Uh, Mesquite area, let's see, Wednesday, August 4th. Yeah, they corrected, they, they had an error on their their schedule at the beginning, but they fixed that. Friday, August 6th, 6th in the Mesquite area, Mesquite, Texas, Mesquite area. So I'm assuming Mesquite ISD Stadium. Uh, it's a pretty decent venue for, uh, they've had drum corps there for a couple of years already, and they, they host area contests there and stuff like that. Mandarins, Blue Stars, I'm sorry, not Blue Stars, Mandarins, Blue Knights, Crossman, Genesis, Gold Guardians. Those are your three Texas shows. You're like, damn, that sucks. I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, it's a pan- It's a pandemic. And plus, like I said, there may be other shows that they're going to be putting on uh, other than uh, DCI-sponsored events. So just try to stay tuned for that. The Midwest cores are kind of doing something called the Midwest Combine. So you're looking at, like, you know, Cavaliers, Blue Stars, Regiment, Colts, Madison Scouts, uh, Cavaliers, those folks. They're going to try to put on something where they're going, it's a little bit more of an expansive tour, sort of. Um, more shows in the Midwest just because they're closer by the very regional stuff because Texas is so huge. You're kind of limited to just the Texas cores performing in the Texas area. Uh, Midwest, it's a little bit easier to travel between state to state. Um, and they're going to put on something really special. I know the Midwest combine, it's 
you know, they, they used to compete each other, compete with each other all the time, uh, back in the day. A lot of people don't know this, but, uh, this is kind of, in a, this whole tour of the season is kind of an homage to how things used to be. Back in the olden days, 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, something like that. I don't know. It's a long time. Uh, back then, regional circuits used to host the, used to kind of take over the, the beginning of the season. The DCI season, the DCI official DCI tour wasn't this long month and a half thing where they put on shows all over the country. It was very regional. It used to be very regionalized. So you had like Drum Corps Midwest, Drum Corps East, Drum Corps West, that sort of stuff. And they were kind of independent of DCI. They kind of handled, they, they handled the first half of the season. So you would do Drum Corps Midwest, you did half of the season, and then they would actually crown a champion, like two or three, they crown a, a DCI Midwest champion. They'd have their own championships two or three weeks before DCI showed up and was like, oh, hey, we're going to go here and here and here. And then DCI took over everything. It's kind of like wrestling, kind of like professional wrestling, if any of you follow that. Professional wrestling used to be a bunch of regional circuits. Then the WWF, I'm not calling it WWE, that's stupid, it's the WWF. Then WWF got really big and they started taking over the regional circuits and they just started muscling people out and then that's how we have the big whoop-de-doo thing that we have today. Um, kind of the same thing with DCI. Uh, you had regional circuits, then DCI kind of took over and now you got this expansive tour. But now it's a, that this year it's an homage to what it used to be like. So that's kind of how the tour is going to go. What about protocols? Well, things are going to be very, very, very different. Not just for the performers, but for spectators, fans, alumni. Everybody that's involved in this activity is going to have a very different experience than what they're used to. And I hope you're okay with that, and I hope it doesn't deter you from going to any shows or supporting any groups or supporting any people that are actually marching these events. So, um, they've got a, DCI has a whole board of people that, you know, safety health experts that are going to try to make sure that everybody's following protocols and being safe. Uh, each drum corps is going to have a, you know, a safety manager that's going to, that's basically in charge of everything. You know, you don't want anything to go wrong because that's your fall guy. I'm kidding. Probably not. But uh, your core safety manager, that person's going to take care of everything. They're going to be like over, you know, this is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to be done. This is how you quarantine. This is how you... This is how you bathe. This is how you do everything. A, a lot of this stuff is going to be based on sanitation and hygiene. A lot of that stuff is, it, you know, that's got to be like priority number one. So that's going to be what's going on. These drum corps are creating their own bubble, especially when you're dealing with the summer training, that, that month of June where you're basically on campus, wherever you're going to be at, um, they're going to make sure that that bubble stays kind of tight. So there's going to be all sorts of protocols, all sorts of, uh, all sorts of, um, little things, little freedoms that drum corps used to be able to do in the past is not going to happen this year. Um, so there's going to be training sessions. There's going to be testing for each individual core. Now it depends. I'm not sure how that works. If drum, each drum corps has to record a test each week or they have to do it every two weeks. Um, it just kind of depends, but there's going to be testing. There's going to be testing, I think, before you head out to uh, spring training. Then you got to quarantine. Then you got to, then we can put you on the field. Then there's going to be testing then, and the, the, you're just going to get tested out the butt. So that's how it's going to be. You're going to need to wear masks all the time. The performers are going to have to wear masks, probably not while they're performing. 
Uh, that's going to be up to the individual core, but that's just going to be something when they're, if they're allowed to walk around, um, that's just going to be something that's, we should kind of be used to it already. <laughs> we should be used to having a piece of cloth over our face. Um, one of the things, one of the big changes is how volunteer staff and, you know, support staff interacts with the core uh, throughout the year. Usually, a drum corps will put out a big giant calendar and they'll say, hey, anybody, any alumni, anybody who wants to come volunteer, even if it's for a day or two, you want to come cook, you want to come mix Gatorade with a giant wooden paddle, that's fine. The Gatorade's going away, by the way. Uh, uh, you want to come volunteer, come on down, we'd be happy to have you. Not necessarily the case this year. Each drum corps is strongly encouraged to have their own support staff and their own volunteer staff stay with them the entire time. Instead of having, it would be a shame if somebody showed up uh, and was only there for two or three days and either they got sick or they, or they, they passed on the virus to somebody in the core or somebody with staff there or whatever. And then now you've got quarantine process and all that stuff. They're trying to eliminate that as best as they can. So they're really looking for people. So if you're going to volunteer this summer, check with your, uh, check with your drum corps your favorite drum corps and see what their protocols are going to be. But more than likely, you're going to need to be there the entire season. So if you've got that time, by all means, do your thing, especially if you've been vaccinated and whatnot. Uh, of course, taking buses everywhere, you know, going on tour, they're going to need to, there's going to be, you know, protocols and stuff like that. Um, it's going to kind of depend on how, I'm assuming it would be dependent on whether your drum corps is requiring vaccinations or not. And I'm going to try to get into that in a second. So, um, like I said, a lot of freedoms, a lot of little things that drum corps used to be able to do are not going to necessarily, you're not going to be able to do that this season. As far as like going to Walmart or going to, if you're in Texas, HEB, thank you for shopping at HEB, um, basically going to a store and like, hey, let's go around and go get your snacks and go get everything you've got an hour. That stuff ain't happening this year. Um, a lot of that stuff they're being encouraged to do curbside pickup, um, as far as getting supplies for, um, the core, as long as, uh, while they're on tour, sending 150 members out into the Walmart, um, in the public, that ain't going to happen this year. It's just, uh, it's too risky. Yeah. If you're going to really try to maintain the bubble environment, it needs to be the bubble environment. You can't let your guard down for one second. We saw in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, one team had to bow out of the tournament because of testing, pro- because of uh, because of positive tests. Even before the tournament, people had to really be concerned with positive tests and whatnot. Um, even in a bubble situation, you know, it's not always leak proof. It's not always foolproof and stuff like that. And I know that 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 test or that one tournament that that VCU got in the tournament probably got it from last week or whatever. But still, you can't take the risk. So, you know, any vehicles you take to the store, stuff like that, going on store runs, uh, all those things got to be sanitized. You're probably going to have limited people going to get stuff. You need to probably need multiple vehicles in order to do that. Can you see why tuition's kind of going up? Can you see why fees are going up a little bit? Um, no gyms, like I said, uh, sleeping in a, in a high school gym is probably not going to be happening this year. Hotels, dorm rooms, all that stuff. Um, it used to be, you know, especially when you're on tour, um, 
you usually stay at, when you're on tour, you usually stay at the high school that you are going to rehearse at. So that way you wake up, you go and the truck, your food truck's right there. And then you go to, then you just walk over to the baseball field. You walk over to the football field and you do your warm up and all that stuff. That's not going to be the case this year. So there's a lot of logistics going on because you're going to have your hotel and dorm and it's not necessarily going to be adjacent to where you're going to be rehearsing or where you're going to have your show. So there's going to be a lot of logistical stuff in terms of travel, in terms of bus travel. Uh, it, it's I, I don't envy the people that have to plan this out. So um, as far as hygiene and sanitation, stuff like that, all that stuff's got to change. Apparently, it says on the re- press release, laundry facilities will be screened and reserved in advance. I didn't know you could reserve a laundromat in advance, but hey, if you got the money... Why not pay it? So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to be. I would love for, I mean, I'll, I would love for drum corps to just get a bunch of washboards and just let's go old school. Here's your soap. Here's what everybody wash and we'll all sing songs. And <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Um, going to, going to big box stores and stuff like that is just too risky. We covered that already. Here's the big thing for fans. If you're going to go to the events, there's going to be some protocols you got to follow. Obviously, masks are probably going to be a thing that that audience members are going to have to wear. Regardless, if we're in Texas and it's 100% capacity and all that stuff, you're probably going to need to you're probably going to need to wear a mask. Fine with me. As far as interaction with the core, you know, the warm up lot, you know, going to see the drum lines warm up, going to see the horn lines warm up, uh, visiting with uh, drum corps members after the event doesn't look like that's going to happen this year. It's not going to be able to happen. In fact, fans, alumni, you're not going to be allowed in the warm-up lot to go say hi to people. You're not going to be able to visit with drum corps members post-performance. It's just it's just too risky. It's this that's this it's as simple as that. DCI does not want to put on these events and then have people interact with their members and then all of a sudden a whole drum corps has to go into quarantine because of some interactions they had with alumni or friends or family or stuff like that. That would be a nightmare situation if that happened. So that's, so yeah, that's not going to happen. And performer, performers are not going to be able to allow to go back into the stadium. They usually are able to go back to the stadium and kind of hang out and stuff like that. It's not going to, it's really going to just be show up, warm up, perform, get back on the bus. And we, we move forward. Um, like I said, everything else is just too risky right now, and they need to kind of make a, a unified set of rules for everybody, regardless of whether you require vaccinations. Some cores are requiring vaccinations; some of them are not. Um, so, with that in mind, you have to you have to come up with a unified set of rules. My thought was going to be, why not do it like baseball and basketball, where they're offering incentives for folks that for players that get vaccinated. Like, okay, if you're vaccinated, we can you can have your friends or family as long as they're vaccinated too. And then I thought about it a little bit more and that would just kind of be, that would be a logistical nightmare to keep up. Okay, what shirt do you have on? Okay, you're with this core and that means you are not vaccinated. Therefore, you are not allowed to go to the bathroom or whatever. So that's just too much. It's too much to keep up with. Um, the tour is going to be hard enough to pull off as it is. So unified set of rules for everybody um, just to kind of keep things in line. So 
food operations, you know, the infamous peanut butter and jelly jars, uh, a lot of this stuff is just going to have to be pre-plated, um, you know, buffet style sort of stuff is going to kind of have to go out the window unless the drum corps can really, uh, figure out a way to get that stuff done in, in a purely, in a, in a sanitary way, but buffets naturally are not like that. So especially drum corps buffets, if you've ever been around them, um, a lot of sanitization, a lot of sanitation stuff, like washing jugs, water jugs and stuff like that. It's going to, you know, you got to take all that stuff into account. Everything, like every, every, pretty much every aspect of how you've known drum corps is, it, it's got to change. It has to change. So, um, and that's for the sake of the members and that's for the sake of the organizations and, and DCI as a whole. We got to figure all that stuff out. So, that's basically your tour. That's going to be it. <laughs> Everything changes. Like I said, there's no tickets on sale just yet. But um, as we get closer to the events, I'm sure tickets will go on sale. Like I said, you've got those three uh, Texas shows. You've got uh, you got Amarillo, you got Round Rock, and you got Mesquite. If you're able to get out to those events, by all means, I encourage you to go and, and spend money and buy merchandise and stuff like that because the drum, corps, the drum corps organizations absolutely need them. They need that cash. And... Uh, you know, stay tuned for any announcements in terms of what non-DCI sponsored events are going to happen. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that could pop up. So just be on the lookout for that. You know, again, I know it's, it's a different tour and I know we want, you know, we want 20 cores to be there and, you know, have it all competitive and do Southwestern championships and stuff like that. But it's this, as far as this year, it's just not going to happen. You got your celebration event in Indianapolis. I'm assuming it's at Lucas Oil. Um, and, you know, you got your 20 cores that are going to be there. And that's going to be a special event, too, because that's non-competitive. And apparently they're going to be allowed to use all sorts of stuff that they're not normally able to use. There's gonna It's going to kind of really be an event like with the video walls and stuff like that that they have at the stadium. So uh, so just just be ready for some more drum gore this year. Yay, drum gore. Uh, it's not exactly what we would want. Not what we'd expect, but it is here. So let's let's go out. Let's make the most of it, and uh, let's stay tuned for any uh, for any help that our our friends marching the drum corps stuff will need. I'm done here. I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, some new stuff will happen. Uh, anybody competing in UIL, anybody doing that stuff, all my UIL people. Um, if you've already performed, congratulations. If you're not there yet, uh, good luck to you. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. So um, I'll talk to you next week, and uh, we'll uh, I'll keep yelling at you some more. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Adios. Bye bye.